What are some questions that potential new patients are most likely to ask you? And what are some things they'll want to see on your website when they're looking for their new dentist? And hopefully that will be you. Well, I asked a very unlikely source, and that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode of the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. I'm Dr. Rich Matto. I'm the co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success, and I'm your host today on the Dental Practice Fixers. And of course, we'll be doing some mystery shopper calls, and it all will tie in. So thanks so much for being here today. I'm really excited to have you. If you're a new listener or not so new, I just want to remind you to reference the show notes. We've got five great action points for you in your practice. So look at the show notes. You'll see some great things to do that will help grow your practice and build your knowledge and all those cool things. One of the things is to subscribe to our e-newsletter. So I send out a newsletter. Um, It's by email, of course. And we talk about some great practice building tips, some revenue enhancing things, patient customer service ideas. And of course, we'll keep you alerted to webinars, seminars, and even recommend some great products, things like that. So it's free. It's easy. Free and easy. How can you beat that? Go to matto.com slash newsletter to sign up or do it when you're looking at the show notes. There's a link in there as well. And as you might know, periodically we do a drawing and somebody who signs up will be getting a beautiful dental practice fixers coffee mug. How the heck can you possibly beat that? So please go do it. Do it now. Now, now, now. Okay, so I was actually preparing for today's secret shopper calls and trying to think of some ideas. What should I ask when I do the secret shopper calls? And started doing some research on what are things that a potential new patient should ask when they're looking for new dentists. What are some things a potential patient wants to know when they're looking for a new dentist? And why don't I base a call on one of those things? So I asked my favorite resource, my friend Chatty. That's right, my good friend Chatty. Chatty is what I call ChatGPT, the artificial intelligence app or website or software, whatever you want to call it. I love AI, artificial intelligence, especially ChatGPT is my go-to. You can do so many cool things with it. I actually talked about them on an episode. I think it was maybe, I don't know, May of 2023. I'll be doing a new episode on that soon because AI is just fascinating. And there are so many uses for it in your dental practice and in your non-dental life. So here's a here's something I did with ChatGPT or artificial intelligence. I went to my friend Chatty and I said, hey, Chatty, <laughs> I'm looking for a new dentist. What are some questions I should ask when I call? And Chatty gave me a list. I've got it printed out right here. Um, Kind of old school printing it out, isn't it? I've got it printed out 14 questions that they suggested a potential patient ask when they are looking for a new dentist. So if this is what, you know, ChatGPT AI's research said new patients are looking for, well, there's some accuracy to it. And I'm thinking that these are some things that, You and your team members, whether you're a doctor or a team member, you should be able to answer all these questions and you should be able to answer them very well. And you should also have information on your website that will answer these questions when a new patient or potential new patient, because they're not a new patient yet, when a potential new patient is perusing. Is that a word? Perusing? 
I think it is, when they're perusing your website, these are the things they want to know. So let's go through them just to add to our knowledge base. Maybe these are some things we could talk about at team meetings and definitely make sure they're on your website. Okay, number one question, are you accepting new patients? Sounds pretty simple, but it should be very clear on your website that you are accepting new patients because let's face it, there are some dental practices that aren't. And it's very frustrating when you call, you know, we'd love to see you. We're not accepting new patients, blah, blah, whatever. So I think this is more of a website question, but let's just say somebody calls your practice and says, are you accepting new patients? Whoever's on the phone better have a really good answer. And that good answer is not just yes. Obviously we hope they say yes, but let's um, let's give them a little more. Are you accepting new patients? Yes, we are. We love to see new patients. I'm so happy that you called. Let me ask you a few questions and we'll get you set up for an appointment. The answer should be more than just yes. It should be um, very much leading towards getting doing what you need to do to get that potential new patient's name in the appointment book. So are you accepting new patients? Yes, we are. I'm so glad you called. It could even lead to, let me tell you a bit, a little bit about, let me tell you a little bit about the office. You know, just something really good, something really positive that leads to the final step of getting them on the schedule. Okay. Question number two, this one's tough. Chat GPT suggested, if you're looking for a new dentist, you ask, what are your qualifications and experience. So again, if we're talking about information on your website, whoo, I can't stand it when you look at the dentist bio and it just says, I graduated University of Maryland in 1982 with a degree in biochemistry, graduated Ohio State Dental School in 1986, and they were in the top 48% of their class. Big deal. I mean, look, they know you went to college. They know you went to dental school. I would say your qualifications should be more than that. It should be about how gentle you are and what an amazing patient experience you provide and how much you care. And also, instead of, you know, look, it's great to take dental CE, obviously, but if you say, um, Dr. Jones has completed three continuums at Panky and is a member of Spear Education. Well, those things are great, but a patient doesn't know what the heck you're talking about. So let them know that you've taken advanced courses in cosmetic dentistry and the treatment of dental facial pain or whatever it is. Make sure the potential patient understands what the heck you're talking about. Okay, question number three, the chat GP, GPT suggested, easy for them to say, um, what is your approach to preventive dentistry? Now, look, nobody is going to call your office and say, hi, I've got one question. What is your approach to preventive dentistry? But, but we should all have our office elevator speech. That is, how can we tell somebody in one minute about our practice. And I think it's really great to say that your practice really believes in preventive dentistry, meaning that you like to find problems before they even begin, or you like to treat things when they're really small, and that way it's less expensive and easier for the patient and we get better results. So if somebody is asking you about your practice, let's make sure in our elevator speech, we do include our approach to preventive dentistry and say that we really believe in preventing problems before they even start. Um, let people know that you are not the kind of office that loves loves it when people come in with a mouthful of rot, right? <laughs> Nobody does, but potential patients don't know. So make sure they know that you, you have a solid approach to preventive dentistry. Okay, next question. Can you provide a list of services you offer? Okay, this is a little bit of a pet peeve 
to me, and that is most dental websites have this whole drop-down menu of every single little service they offer, and then you click on it, and it gives a boring, way too detailed description that will just either scare or confuse the patient. So I don't think it's necessary to have that humongous drop-down menu of every single service ever offered to man. Um, you know, sometimes the fewer pages you have on your website, the better. You don't have to be the neighborhood clearinghouse for dental information. But I think it is important that if you have some services, especially ones that other dentists may not be doing, that they're on your website in a very, very easy to see kind of bold place. Things like Invisalign, implant placement, things that patients really are, are seeking out. Um, great to highlight those on your website. Again, don't have any gross pictures. Make sure it's all easy to understand. I think team members should be able to speak very intelligently about Invisalign or implants if you are offering those services. Okay, next question. Great question. How do you handle dental emergencies outside of regular office hours? Um, I think it's very clear that emergency patients can be great. That welcoming somebody when they're having a problem, when they're having pain or broken tooth or something, if you're able to get them in right away and treat them with the greatest massive amount of courtesy, they have an excellent chance of turning into a regular, putting that in air quotes, regular or preventive patient, somebody who's on the regular hygiene schedule. So again, on your website, make it very clear. We handle emergencies. You can call 24-7. Now you can only say that if you have a really good answering service or if um, you know, somebody on your team is prepared to get up in the middle of the night to answer a phone call, maybe in the middle of the night better to have an answering service. But certainly, you know, if you have something that forwards the office phone to the cell phone of a team member up until a reasonable hour, 9.30 p.m. or 10 p.m., and somebody in the practice is willing to take those calls, you will not get a lot of calls like that. And when you do, people appreciate it so much. So again, if a potential new patient calls and asks about, you know, do you see emergencies or are you seeing an emergency? Can you see me as an emergency? <laughs> I'm like confusing myself here. Can you see me as an emergency? Um, I think it's really good to make it clear that you will bend over backwards to help somebody who's in pain or has a you know cosmetic embarrassment, chip tooth, whatever, and get them in as soon as you possibly can. Okay. Next question, what is your policy on missed appointments or cancellations? This is actually what I based our mystery shopper call on today. What's your policy on missed appointments or cancellations? Now, you'll see in my calls today, most people just say something like, we require 24 hours notice. But I think it's really important that you let people know that um, you, you're not going to charge a fee or do anything like that. But you certainly have to discourage um, missed appointments and last minute cancellations. So if somebody asks you, well, okay, let's back up for a second. I really dislike it when you go into a reception area and they've got this big sign that states their policies, such as there will be a $50 fee for broken appointments for last minute cancellations. Why would you ever put something that negative in your reception area? And why would you ever let patients even know that this is an issue in your practice? So I think the key to this question is kind of um, dodging it to begin with, not putting signs up all over your office, not having it on your website, things like that. But if somebody asks you, I believe the answer should be, that's not really an issue in our office. Our patients never break their appointments. Or our patients, let's be truthful, our patients rarely break their appointments. Let them know that yours is the kind of practice that people just don't do that. They want to come to you. If somebody says, hey, can you tell me if you have a policy on cancellations or missed appointments? Ours is the kind of practice where patients rarely do anything like that. Now, of course, 
if somebody does have a lot of trouble with their schedule and they're the kind of person that tends to have to change at the last minute, we have a special procedure for them. We put them on our short call list. And when we have changes in our schedule, we call them. And if they can come in, great. If they can't, we'll keep them on the short call list. We try our best to accommodate everyone. That is a good line to say. Almost no matter what the question is, whether it's about missed appointments or uh, bringing in your service dog or your dental phobic or whatever, we try our best to accommodate everyone. Always a good line to let them know that you are really there for every member of the community. Okay, next question. Do you have experience with children? Again, this is a question where most people would just give a yes or no answer, and the answer would typically be yes. Do you have experience with children? Yes, we see children here. But you've got to do one better. If somebody's asking you this question, obviously, they're calling for a child. And if they're asking this question, there's a good chance they're somewhat anxious about this issue. So do you have experience with children? Yes, we love seeing children here. It makes us so happy when we can see a child and give them a very positive dental experience. It can set them up for a lifetime of great dental health. Boom, come on, something like that. Let's be enthusiastic and get that parent to get their kid in the appointment book. So again, the answer, the question, do you have experience with children? Well, the answer yes is correct but I think we can do a lot better. And we can use similar verbiage on our website as well. We love children. It's our pleasure to give them a, a fun, comfortable dental experience to set them up for a lifetime of dental health, something like that. And obviously I'm just kind of winging these answers here. You'll have the opportunity to word it a lot better if you're talking about website or team meeting. Okay, let's keep going. Next question they're suggesting that, you, that a patient asks is, how do you stay up to date with new techniques and technology in dentistry? Tough question, but I think this is something that you really should discuss at a team meeting and make a part of your elevator speech. Everybody in the practice should know about the incredible education that the dentist and the dental team gets. And even better if, and I love this, of course, being someone who has provided thousands of hours of dental continuing education, if the team is included in the dental education. And that way, if a team member is asked, they can speak enthusiastically. As a matter of fact, Dr. Jones just took the entire team to a course in Las Vegas last month, and we learned how to provide better service for you. And then the hygienist went and took a class on treating advanced gum disease, and the dentist learned you know, better cosmetic procedures, whatever. Be enthusiastic about it. Let them know that the dentist is so, so, so committed to keeping up on their education. And again, as I mentioned earlier, when you put this on your website, make sure you do it in very, very patient-friendly terms. Okay, next question. Always a fun one. What insurances do you accept and what's the process for claims? More likely, this question will be, do you accept my insurance? Well, if the answer is yes, that's an easy one. Yes, we take your insurance. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of patients with your insurance. We're very familiar with it. We'll help you file the claim. And if you have any questions about the reimbursement, co-pays or whatever, we have great expertise in dealing with ABC insurance. So again, as you can kind of get the theme here, it's so much more than just saying yes. Do you take my insurance? Yes. How does that compare to... Do you take my insurance? Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, we have a lot of patients that have that insurance. You're so lucky you have such great dental insurance. We're very familiar with it. We can help you with the claims and the reimbursements and you know help you learn about the co-pays if you have any questions, blah, blah, blah. You see where I'm getting at. More than yes. Go into enthusiastic detail about why you want to have them as a patient. What's the benefit to them other than the fact that you just take their insurance? Now, 
if they have some kind of PPO and you are not a preferred provider, this is a topic for a different day, but you can't just say no. I think you've got to let them know. I don't think. I know. You can't think. You must know that you can see them. You're an unrestricted provider. You can see patients regardless of their insurance coverage. And a matter of, as a matter of fact, you see a lot of people that have that PPO, even though you are not um, on the provider list. There's so many advantages to coming to your practice, and that's why some patients with that insurance choose to come. Again, too much of a topic for this podcast today. Maybe we can do a whole episode on that later, but let's talk about that at a team meeting. What can we do to get somebody who is out of network to come to our office? Okay, next question. Can you provide patient references or testimonials? Remember, we're talking about about questions that potential new patients should ask according to artificial intelligence slash chat GPT. Can you provide references or testimonials? We will be glad to. We have so many satisfied patients that we have an entire area on our website for you to look at. Just go to drjonesohio.com slash reviews, and you will see hundreds of them. And I'm proud to let you know that we have a 4.8 average rating on Google. So be prepared to direct the patient to the area of your website where hopefully you have been stockpiling a gazillion great reviews. Next question suggested by ChatGPT. What is your approach to handling anxious patients or dental phobia? Again, I think this is time for you to shine and be really, really enthusiastic and positive. We love seeing patients who have dental phobia and who are anxious about going to the dentist because we get them to love coming here. That's our goal. Just, you know, again, let them know that not just you see them, but you encourage them to come to your practice. You love seeing patients. You know, I think a lot of times patients who are anxious or have dental phobia feel like they're being seen at the office in spite of the dentists and team's um, kind of unwillingness or, or seeing them in an unfavorable status. You know, but let them know that you encourage them to come and you want to see them. As a matter of fact, this practice prides itself in the way that we treat people who are anxious patients and we turn them into people who love coming here. Some people have told me they're afraid to put on their website that they treat or they enjoy treating anxious patients or patients with dental phobia. I say put it all over your website, all over the place. Um, obviously, if you're doing sedation, you want to have that all over the place. But even if you're not, I think it looks really great to a patient who doesn't consider themselves to be dentally anxious or have dental phobia, to see that this office loves treating patients. Because let's face it, most people have a little bit of dental anxiety, even though they wouldn't consider themselves to be a dental phobic. If they go on your website and see that you welcome patients who are dental phobic or have dental anxiety, I think it will make them feel better too. So great thing to put on the website. Whoever's answering the phone, be prepared to say yes. We enjoy seeing patients who are anxious about coming here because it is our goal to treat you so well and give you such a pain-free experience that you'll actually look forward to your visit. Play it up. It's an excellent question. Okay, one more question suggested by ChatGPT. That is, do you offer any payment plans or financing for treatments not covered by insurance? Let them know. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, Rachel, our financial coordinator, will work... Will 
be so happy to work out something that's comfortable for you. You can even say, you know, if you're doing care credit or something like that, which I love, as you know. Yes, we do. We offer 12 months interest-free financing. Boom. You don't have to go in and don't go into the details about, oh, it's through care credit. And if you get approved, you do this. But if you don't get approved, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't need to do that, especially on the phone with a potential new patient. If they say, do you offer any payment plans? Yes, we do. We offer 12 months interest-free financing. Of course, they know they're going to have to qualify for it. Of course, they know that. Let's keep everything, everything, everything super positive. So there you go. I asked ChatGPT, which I love to give me some questions. I, I kind of posed as a potential new patient looking for a dentist. I said, I'm looking for a new dentist. What are some questions I should ask when I call it. I think we all really learned a lot, not just about what questions AI suggests a new patient should ask, but how we should be prepared to answer these questions. We'll discuss it at our team meetings. We'll make sure this information is covered on our website. Wow, 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 woo, 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 wee, wee, wee. Great stuff there. So I based the mystery shopper calls today on one of those questions. And that question is, um, about dental emergencies. I'm sorry, not dental emergencies. That question is about no-shows and cancellations. I posed as a new patient who's looking for a new dentist because their last dentist charged them a last-minute cancellation fee, and they weren't real happy about that, which most people wouldn't be real happy about that. So we're going to get to those calls in a minute. But I just want to remind you that at the Matto Center, we save tens of thousands of dollars because we don't pay for credit card processing. We pay a flat monthly fee for it. We don't pay that nasty overage percentage. We just pay a very low and very flat monthly fee for our processing. Now, of course, we have to pay the percentage to MasterCard fees, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody has to do that. That's kind of a pass-through cost. But Stacks, our credit card processor, just charges us a low monthly fee for processing, and you should do the same. So go to matto.com slash save, and you will find out more, and you can be hooked up with a great Stacks representative who can show you exactly how much money you will save and help you get that set up in your dental practice. One call does it all, as they say. It's put on autopilot, and then boom, you save money every single month. Okay, let's go over here to Command Central. We're going to ask about that no-show cancellation fee or policy. Here's call number one. Hello? Hello. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Is this the dental office? Yes, it is. Yes, good. I have a question for you. Um, I'm thinking about switching dentists because um, my last dentist charged me when I had like an emergency and I had to miss an appointment. Do you do you charge if somebody has to miss an appointment? Um, there is a $25 fee if you cancel day of. Um, depending on the situation, sometimes we waive the fee, um, but it just depends on the situation. Okay. Yeah, they charged me $75. Can you believe that? That sounds like a lot. <laughs> I know. You think I should pay? I'm not sure what to do. Um, I mean, definitely a fee is normal, um, uh -huh. but that one sounds kind of high. I know, like, my personal physician, um, they charge 30 and then we charge $25, um, but it's different office to office. Got it. Yeah, and I'm I'm usually really responsible. It was just an anomaly, I thought. But okay, so you charge, but it's twenty five. Good. And um, I have in dental insurance. Would dental insurance cover that fee if I? 
not usually. Not usually. Could you? But you could submit it, maybe. Uh, I mean, most don't. Got it. Okay, and I hope it's not a factor moving forward. Okay, cool. I got it. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a nice day. All right. Oh, you too. Have a super nice one. Bye. Bye bye. I love it when you're calling. And let's face it, this call was a potential new patient call. I was PO'd in my old dental office and I'm looking for a new one. I asked a question, maybe not the greatest question to open the conversation up with, but still, I'm looking for a new dental office. And she just says, okay, bye-bye. Have a nice day. See you later. Doesn't ask if I want to make an appointment. I love when I asked her if my dental insurance would cover the no-show fee. And she said, well, most don't. Most don't. I'd like to see one that does. That was great. But the bottom line is, she was pretty nice. Pretty nice. Um, never, ever even came close to asking for the appointment. Let's see if the next office does a little better. This is Anna. Hey, Anna, I got a quick question for you. I'm, I'm looking for a new dental office. I'm actually a little upset with my old one. Um, I had like an emergency at the last minute, and they charged me a fee for canceling. Um, do you do that at your office? Uh, typically, if it like becomes like a habitual thing, I say if an, if a patient misses like three appointments, uh, if they don't show, typically it's like a twenty-five dollar fee. But if you had an emergency, you know, we're understanding of that, definitely. Yeah, three appointments, that would be downright irresponsible. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> okay, I got it. So sounds like you're much more respectful than the other office. Okay, excellent. Well, thanks so much, then. Yeah, tell me about yeah. your office a little bit, so as long as we're on the phone and I'm looking for news. Tell me, tell me about your, your doctor. Um, so right now we have Dr. here. Uh, we are actually uh, starting with a new doctor. Her name is uh, Dr. She's starting this week, actually. Thursday is going to be her first day. Uh, Dr. has been a dentist for over 20 years. Um, and Dr. is staying there, but then Dr. is starting. Yes, yeah. So Dr. will be here, and then Dr going to be here Thursdays and Fridays, and then one Saturday out of the month. Thursdays and Saturdays. What have you got to lose? Um, yeah. Okay. And are they they're both really good? Yes. Yeah. Is Dr. like a brand new grad? So she's younger. She, um, she's been at different offices, but this would be her first time here with, like, our location. Got it. Great. Sounds like a nice place. Well, thank you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Is there anything else I can help you out with? I think you answered all my questions, and I really appreciate it. Okay, perfect. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Same to you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great rest. I love it when at the end, they're not sure what to say. So they just say, is there anything else I can help you out with? I mean, that's certainly nice. It's kind. It's friendly. It's considerate. It's all good stuff. But why not instead say, well, let's get you on the schedule. I've got tomorrow at 2 p.m. Would that work for you? Instead of, is there any? Yes, there's something else you can help me out with. You can ask for the darn appointment. But 
I don't know. It's funny. I, I, this call it was going to last about 40 seconds because she just told me some information. And then, then we were both ready to hang up. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to give her another shot. So I stretched it out a little bit and said, can you tell me a little bit about the doctor? Which she didn't do that good of a job with, but at least it kept us on the phone and chatting. And then, you know, I think the more that you're on the phone and asking questions, it really shows that you want to be a patient there. I didn't just say, do you charge for no shows? Thank you. Bye. I'm, I'm expressing interest. I want to know about the doctors. And then, boom, she just can't finish the job and ask for the appointment. She came close. Is there anything else I can help you with? Not good enough. All right, let's try a few more. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? I've got a question for you. I'm actually looking for a new dentist because I had a little like incident with my last dentist. I was a good patient there for a few years, and then... I couldn't make it to an appointment at the last minute, and they charged me a fee. Do you do that at your office? Do you have, like, a no-show or cancellation policy? We do. You do? What is the policy? We, do. Um, we need a 24-hour cancellation. And, okay. Then and you're what charged if you don't a get fee. That? What happened? Wow. Crazy, man. How much is the fee? It's generally $25. Oh, that's not bad. My other dentist charged me 75 I mean, it depends how long your appointment is, would be according to his charge. So it's like $25 per time period, like per 45-minute per exactly. block? Really? For 45 wow. minutes would be more. appointment, you're like, that would be more. Wow, it's like a sliding scale. It's how much time's allotted for the dentist. Mm-hmm. I got it. And not that I'm planning on no-showing or canceling. I just wanted to clear that up before I found my new dentist. So if you miss just like a little look-see appointment, that's no big yeah, I, I, Okay, I got gotcha. you. You're still going to cool. be charging no matter – I mean, if it's a short appointment, it's $25. If it's a half-hour appointment, it's right. going to be $50. If you're going to miss it, got it. it goes up as, as the longer the appointment is. Wow, what's like the world? And then what insurance the do you have? Anyway. I I don't keep record of that. What what insurance do you have? <laughs> I've never kept record. <laughs> I have Delta Delta Dental. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, they've always covered everything for me. Yeah, it's good good insurance. They wouldn't cover a no-show fee, though. I try to. No, yeah, they, they, they don't do that. Do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no code yeah, for that. <laughs> No code for it. Yeah, no dental code for that <laughs> one. Not like but zero 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 zero. That yeah. Be the code. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, she got her to laugh there for a second. She went like, "Ha! No code for that." Um, man, wow, that's a great office. They charge you by the amount of time your appointment takes. I mean, I guess, look, if you no-show for a four-hour appointment, I guess that should be more of a, a fee than no-showing for a 15-minute appointment. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought she was kind of unfriendly. Uh, maybe by the end of the call, it was obvious I just wasn't right for that office. <laughs> and that's why she didn't offer an appointment. But, but I did let her know I have insurance, and they take my insurance. I still think she should have done everything possible to get me on the schedule by offering an appointment. But no, maybe this one will do it. Let's see. Dental, may I help you? Yeah, I've got a question for you. Um, I'm looking for a new dental office. I, I'm leaving my other dental office because I was like a patient there for years, but then I had to cancel at the last minute for an appointment and they charged me a pretty hefty amount. Do you do that at your office? No, but 
you know, I, I'm not commenting on what another dentist does in his office. I'm only responsible for mine. <laughs> so, uh, you know, everybody has different policies, but uh, it, it's still, you know, it. Uh, you got to understand something. It, it, there are, um, you have to pay a certain amount of money every hour to your staff and all that, and when someone cancels an appointment, that hurts, you know, it hurts your business. So I, mm-hmm. you're welcome to come here. That'll never happen here, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't find fault in them for doing that. Yeah, I like the way you didn't throw another dentist under the bus, as they say. That was very nice. Well, I won't throw any other dentist under the bus because this mm-hmm. work is hard, you know, and you have to understand that you're dealing in a dynamic situation people are not blocks of wood so you're welcome to come here but uh i will never do that to you but i'll never comment on it i i totally know where you're coming from well thank you so much Mm -hmm. bye-bye i I love it when the dentist answers the phone and really i mean this dentist sounded like a nice guy he sounded very caring um I, i not sure that the whole lecture on the dentist's overhead was necessary, but I got to admit, I, this person sounded very caring and like the kind of person you probably want to see as a dentist. Um, yet he is a dentist and had no idea what to do on the telephone call, especially as the patient if they actually want to come in, which I, I, you know, I think he presented himself as the kind of dentist you might want to see. Um, but no, no attempt, no attempt. Oh, come on. Somebody's going to do it. Let's try one more. I know someone's going to do it today. I can feel it. Today's the day. Thank you for calling Dr. S***'s office. This is Jessica. Hey, I've got a question for you. Um, I'm looking for a new dentist. I'm, actually, it's a weird story, but I'm leaving my old dentist because I was about to get a lot of treatment done, and I had an appointment, and I had a last-minute emergency, and... They charged me a, like a fee for a last-minute cancellation, which I never do because I'm really responsible. Um, what, do you have like a policy for cancellations, late, late cancellations or no-shows at your office? Um, well, we ask for a 24-hour notice. We do put it. We keep track of like less than 24 hours. We don't charge a fee. Um, I mean, we do keep track of it, but we don't charge a fee at the moment. I know that a lot of dentists do. Um, yeah, I mean, charge fees. It was, I, it's pretty common. Seventy-five bucks. I couldn't believe it. Oh well, yeah. Where, was it yeah. for a treatment appointment? So, no, actually, it was not. I was getting um, just like a you know my regular cleaning and checkup before I was about okay. to begin the treatment. So yeah. Okay. So what do you mean you yeah. keep track of it? What does that mean? Um, like on your account, like if you were to no show or cancel without a twenty-four hour notice, we just like to make note of it just in case it becomes a habit for, you know, um, some patients. I see. Yeah. But there's like a 20, there's like a grace period. If I do it like 26 hours, that's, I don't get a black mark on my permanent record. No, no. And if it, you know, it happens, you know, once a year, it's, or, you know, if it's a one-time thing, it's not really that big of a deal. But we know sometimes there are patients that tend to do it frequently and then, they can only make appointments like same day only, just so we you know avoid that. I don't blame you. I'm not that kind of yeah. person. Yeah. Great. Cool. 
thanks so much for that info. That was really good to hear. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Did you want to get scheduled? Um, I'm not ready quite yet, but I think I just may do that soon because I really like your approach to things and it was very kind of you. Thank you so oh, much. Of course. Yeah, of course. You have a okay. good day. You too. Bye. Thanks. Wait a second here. She actually asked at the end of the call if I wanted to make an appointment. I mean, could she have done it a little better by offering two times, maybe getting my contact information? I'm not going to go crazy here. I'm going to say she asked if I wanted to get scheduled. I almost plotzed when she said that. I mean, geez, somebody finally did it after all these calls. Way to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unbelievable. I'm going to give her a pass. These calls are pass-fail. I'm going to give her a pass. She was nice, too. I mean, kind of a little bit convoluted conversation about the cancellation of no-show fee, but she did a nice job. And then in the end, she asked me if I want to do a point. So we better quit while we're ahead and just say that is going to do it for today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers. Hey, please send me an email, rich at matto.com, R-I-C-H at M-A-D-O-W. Dot com. I'd love to hear from you about anything. You can subscribe to our newsletter at matto.com slash newsletter where you get some great information in your email box. Um, save money every month by paying a flat monthly fee for credit card processing by going to matto.com slash save. If you want to check out our website, I think you probably have that figured out by now. It's just matto.com. You can find out how we can actually come into your practice and help you become the practice of your dreams. And if you're not going to do any of that stuff, please go give us a five-star thumbs up, whatever the rating is where you listen to podcasts. And I'll see you soon. I'm Dr. Rich Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. Thanks for being a listener to the Dental Practice Fixers. Bye for now.